Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring 20s Podcast. Welcome back. Brenda is in a strange mood this morning. I am. I was supposed to wake up earlier and I woke up literally one minute before we were supposed to record. But your body knew that you needed to come to the meeting. Your body body literally knew. It was like Julia's waiting and she can't be taking Ghost outside for much longer. Aw, it's, it's like, raining yeah, and Ghost uh, was afraid of the rain. It was so sad. Oh, I'm so sorry she's scared of the rain. That must be really dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> she, she hid under the bushes. It was really sad. Oh, that actually is sad. I know, and then she came in she was so confused. It's okay. I put a towel on her and she laid down on the couch. Oh, sorry. I assume she doesn't have a raincoat. No, <laughs> she doesn't have a raincoat. Should I get her a raincoat? <laughs> Maybe. I feel like she would look gorgeous in one. She like, would. Stunning. She's, she is a beautiful doggy. She is, yeah. Okay, maybe an accessory could, could do her some good. I'll get her a raincoat. Great idea. Great idea. Anybody know any doggy raincoat companies? No. Me... I can't say I do. <laughs> Alright, well, that's what good old Google is for. Oh, 100%. Anyway, Brenda. Time for something special, perhaps? Is that is that where you're I, going with before, this? Before I wanted to ask you about something special, I wanted to ask you, because you, you, you brought up a good point this morning, how um, you overslept. Mm. But, like, that's okay. Oh my god. Are you trying to console me? <laughs> Oh, are you trying? Where? Hold on. I don't Let know me get I'm into this. Let me get into Julia's brain. Are you trying to say that people oversleep and that it's okay and we judge ourselves so much for right? Yes, yes. Exactly. Oh, I understand. You're reading. I understand. Yeah. Yes, I definitely was a little annoyed when I woke up, but then I was like, eh, whatever. Um, normally, I'm not though. Like, I to be honest about where you're going with it. Normally, if I, like, oversleep or... It just makes you feel lazy and irresponsible, I feel like. Um, especially when you don't set an alarm. Like, I literally made a commitment last night. I texted Farah 1 a.m. I'm like, hey, Fat, let's wake up tomorrow uh, before we podcast and let's work out. I really like to get a workout early in, in the morning. Well, earlier than we podcast, just because I feel like after we podcast, I'm like, da 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 and then I don't want to. <laughs> um... But yeah, it can definitely be really hard sometimes, and it's almost, like, so silly, like, it makes sense, but it's also silly, because it's, like, focusing on what already happened that we cannot change, like, we literally can't change that we woke up late, and then the rest of the day can feel ruined sometimes, because mm-hmm. you're harping on that. I've luckily gotten past those feelings in the, over the past, <laughs> overfighting perfectionism, but it could definitely be hard, especially, I think the reason why it's not is because I know I don't have much else to do today. So I can fit in what I plan to do another time. But I think when you get extra upset is when you have other things to do and then can't do what you planned on doing. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like a lot of people I know, like, beat themselves up over, like, not being able to get up in the morning or Mm -hmm. waking up late when they said they were going to wake up at a certain time. And it's like, sometimes your body just needs sleep. Yeah. And I've for sure been struggling during the shelter-in-place situation 
with getting up at all. Like, I I question, I'm like, how did I wake up at five prior to this? Because mm-hmm. now I'm not I'm not even kidding. I could barely wake up at eight thirty. It's hard when you don't have somewhere to physically be. Yeah. And I think also we're probably sleeping later, perhaps. Mm-hmm. At least I am than I'm used yeah. to at, at night, that is, like going to bed later. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's part of it. But I don't know. It's very, very strange. So I'm curious as to how that'll play into when we go back to to what? Real life. So true. Yeah. Um, anyway, on to the regularly scheduled programming. It is time for Pride and Pickle! Holy crap! Okay, so my pride for the week is that I am just so proud of Julia and I. We told you guys that we were on Casually Green Pod and it just like really made me realize how special our dynamic is and how special our relationship is um because I think we normally talk about everything under the sun but like although we are actually we take we're very intentional with being grateful to each other like actually talking about our relationship to someone other than her was really cool so I'm really proud of us and really proud of us for booking some really really great guests that are coming up yeah that's a good one and my pickle is that last night before i went to bed it was like 1 a.m and i was triggered by the call her daddy tea because i'm like oh my god julia Mm. edits our episodes and it takes her a long time and i was like oh my god so i texted her i'm like thank you for all the editing that you do (laughs) (laughs) she texted me in a panic in a panic um but yeah otherwise it's very interesting and very intense at the end of the day we are good but I was like, whoa, who knew things could escalate to that level? <laughs> we so, are yeah. a wonderful equal team. Heck I'm yeah. Proud of us. It's um, your turn. My pride this week is Brenda got me this beautiful Roaring Twenties necklace. I wish you guys could see it. It's so cute. It was so thoughtful of her out of the blue. Um, And I'm just so grateful to have such a thoughtful friend. And I love it. It's so pretty. It's like a little choker and it says our heart. 20 and it's so cute i absolutely love it so thanks bud oh my gosh of course i I hoped you would love it i love it and my pickle is that i really dropped the ball on like filling out my little calendar that i made with my boxes Mm. i have been doing the things that i said i was gonna do i have been doing them most Mm -hmm. days i just have neglected to color in the box I don't know why. Mm. One day I didn't color it in, and then I was like, well, I'll color it in tomorrow for the two days, and then it got two days turned into three days, three days turned into four days, and now I'm really behind, and I don't remember what I did each day. So, um, really dropped the ball on that one. I was actually going to ask you and follow up, but sometimes I get nervous to, unless someone specifically asks me, like, hey, hold me accountable, I get nervous to ask, because I don't want people to, like, feel weird. I don't know. No. So I was going to ask you, but um, I, get, I get that. I've done that with so many things in my life including yeah. like reading. but I've been doing the things that I said I would do I just haven't been coloring them in yeah which is no thing I said I was gonna do so I don't know I'm very confused yeah I think it's just also it's it's time it's time that unless it's a habit of filling it in not of actually doing the things yeah um it can become tricky yeah but that's okay it's okay maybe I'll start filling them in again maybe not we'll see yeah you liked it give it a go tomorrow. But- 
Yeah, I will try again. But it's also, like, a good reminder of, like, you can try to implement things into your routine and, like, they may not work for you. Not everything you try to do is going to be the right thing. So, like, it's okay. Like, I'll give it another try. But if, again, I'm, like, not feeling like it's, like, benefiting me, like, it's okay to say, ah, that doesn't work for me and throw it away. Yeah, definitely. And also, like, it depends on the season, too. Like, I mentioned to all of you guys that I started filling out this workbook every day now for with the ladies edge and I was thinking about I love it it's super therapeutic and I keep it with me throughout the day because I can Mm -hmm. but I was actually thinking I'm like oh man like should I get something like this for like for another 45 days from now like should I repurchase it how should I go about it but I realized too like yes it's really great to hustle it's really great to have goals and all this stuff but like it doesn't have to be 100% you don't have to be on your AAA game 100% of the time because I think then it just then those other moments kind of lose their intensity so I was like you know what like let me really relish in these next however many days being super intentional and then if I want to reel it back and still keep my goals in mind but not be so I don't know what the word is like I think it's a challenge for people that are perfectionists because you're like oh my god there's like a high from the to-do list Mm -hmm. a high from like checking the boxes so it's kind of like learning to detach from those and still implementing habits without like needing all of that validation I don't know so we'll see how that goes but thought it was worth saying that there are some seasons that are meant for extreme hustle and some that don't have to be totally but I also think that like what you're doing now with like being so accountable and like being so intentional with like your day and your whatever is going to set you up for even when you're done with the 45 days like I think because you've ingrained it so much in yourself Mm -hmm. over these 45 days like you're not even gonna have to like think about it in certain ways and it's gonna start to become like pretty automatic which is why like things Mm -hmm. like that really work because yes even though it feels like work right now and feels like extra intentional, like your body is gonna become very automatic with it. And so after the 45 days, like you, pro- it'll probably just be like a no big thing. Like it'll probably just be like, this yeah. is what I do. And I, and I do like it. And I think it's really cool that it, it's kind of like everything we talk about that we want in our morning routine of sorts. And it's just really holding yourself accountable to it throughout the day. So love it. I, I really love it. Love, love. Love, love, love. Um, so bud, today... We are, this week's topic of the week is sustainability. As we mentioned, we were on the Casually Green podcast this past week, so check them out. And on Friday, we have Sammy from Casually Green coming on to talk to us about sustainability tips, um, some environmental things, some vegan things, things that me and Brenda, to be very honest, are not very well versed in. I think we can both say that we would love to be more aware of how our actions have an impact on the environment. I think we would love both to be more sustainable. Not that we're not, like we, you know, do the things the basic things recycling and being aware of our water usage and whatnot but I think that many of us can be a little more educated on the topic and would like to be a little better uh, so Sammy gives a lot of great tips for that on Friday but because me and Brenda are definitely not experts in that area Mm-mm. even though we're going to strive to become a little bit better mm-hmm. we thought we would talk about sustainable friendships because that's a little more in our realm oh yeah <laughs> we love a friendship um I I really think Julie and I care. We definitely do. And I think a lot of, of the course. stuff that we, oh we do is stuff that's like so common knowledge that I feel like is, almost, is somehow frowned upon, you know, um, if you don't do 
but I, I, it's not like a, I feel like there are times when I'm, I don't like the planet. This is, ugh, I hate that I'm saying this, but it's the truth. We're vulnerable and raw here. Like the planet is not always in my, the forefront of my brain. You know, I feel like there are, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for everything that I have and everything that we do. And I feel like my life is so much more like people focused and, and, just it's not there and that's me being really honest and it doesn't yeah. mean that it's not I just feel change. like I'm a little uneducated in the area of like how I can oh, be better. same you know like I feel like I care I totally care about the environment I totally like want the planet to stay healthy like absolutely you know there's a lot of stuff going on with our environment that is really devastating um mm -hmm. and like I definitely like contribute whatever funds I can to like save the rainforest and save the polar bears and you know blah 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 but that is like the extent of what I know how to mm -hmm. do other than I think like you said the things that I think most people are doing which is like recycling and trying mm -hmm. to be aware of plastic usage and yeah our water consumption and our emission like you know carpooling when you can and stuff like that so I don't think that like mm -hmm. I just think I'm a little uneducated in how I can do more and mm -hmm. Sammy does great give some great tips but it's definitely something that I would like like to be more educated in so that I can do more than just like the donating to the rainforest and oh absolutely and I, and I think that's something cans. that we something that we talk about with Sammy briefly is like that there are there's like these two polarizing or at least I think we talk about it with her there are these two polarizing opposites it's like yes go green like the planet we love the planet or there's like a eh, whatever like what we do isn't gonna isn't gonna make an impact anyway like there are these two polarizing sides mm -hmm. and it's like I feel like Julia and I are in this place which I'm sure a lot of people find themselves in where it's like I really really care but honestly I don't quite know what to do so yeah I think we'll definitely I'm sure maybe we could check back in with each other and with our listeners yeah. see, you know see how what our little effort is doing because it's true we we're not just sugarcoating it for you guys to be like oh they're bullshitting us no well, no no, we genuinely don't know much, but we want to. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's why Casually Green is a great podcast to go listen to because they're very like, it's like, here's just some simple, easy things that you mm -hmm. can do. So I'm going to start trying to take some tips from them and from other resources. Yeah. And they really do provide, I, I definitely have learned through them, is at the bottom of the, like where it says the recycling situation, it has a number and every single, like, I guess different places, I hope I'm saying this right, Sammy and Shane. Um, depending on where you live, there are different like standards in terms of recycling. So it, it like helps you determine what's recyclable or not. And oh, yeah. that's good to know. Yeah, I didn't know that. I still haven't looked into it, but I guess the numbers represent have a deeper meaning that I can't share with you guys. But maybe if you listen to their one of their episodes, you'll know. Right. Yeah. Um, but yes, they have so many tangible tips. So excited to go through that. Oh, and what I was gonna say, which is why I started that sentence was that at the end of the day, as opposed to being polarizing opposites or trying to figure out what the heck to do, um, that it's not about everyone being 100% like green for all the time. But it's just about like each of us doing our part as much of our part as we can. And every little, every little action counts. Yeah, I mean, I totally, I totally believe that, that like, you know, because there is that thing. And if it's like, well, if I'm not going to be 100%, why am I going to be do it at all? And like, I really mm -hmm. do believe that every little thing does count. 
And so if we could all just be a little more aware or a little more educated, every little thing counts. Even if it's just like, if you don't recycle, start recycling. Like, or if you don't reuse plastic, reuse plastic. Like it's like, it really, every little thing does count. And it's definitely something that I am going to strive to be more educated in. But since we are not savants on that, let's talk about how to sustain friends. Brenta. Yes. I think we could talk a little bit about that. And then I think we should play a little fun game called do you know your friend do you know your friend do you know your podcast host Co-host. Do you know your podcast co-host? We claim, me and Brenna claim to know each other so well, but do we really know each other? Do we'll we really? find out. Dun dun. dun 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 dun. And as for sustainable friendships, <laughs> um, I think we over the past few years, just like getting older, it's so funny because. I feel like in high school and even in middle school, I'm like, oh my God, these are going to be my best friends forever. (laughs) And it's so funny to see like where those thoughts were. And honestly, a lot of them have held true, right? Lucky for us. But beyond that, it's like we have this idea of how friendships are going to play out and that's not always the case. But the things that I feel like have contributed to my most sustainable, deepest friendships right now, at least until this point, has been extreme honesty um, and Mm -hmm. vulnerability and I realized that now more than ever. Like, I remember when we were younger, it could feel really scary at any age to share something that you're insecure about, to share something you're worried about, to share anything that makes you seem inferior or what we claim to feel is inferior. But, like, my deepest connections, and I have obviously so many people in my head right now as a result of that, really have come from being real and being like, this is what I'm uncomfortable with. I don't like this today. I don't feel good about myself today. I'm I'm self-conscious about, I don't know, X, Y, and Z. Like all of thoughts like that have not only stimulated the most powerful conversations and have had like breakthrough moments, but it's just helped us feel so close and connected. And I feel like we're very lucky to have that. Yeah, I totally agree. And I don't think you could have said it any better. And right, like we always say, vulnerability breeds connection. And I also think like that there are... Not every friend or every person that comes into your life, like, is going to be a forever person. Like, people Mm -hmm. come into your life, I truly believe that, like, people come into your life and you come into people's life for a purpose. And, like, that purpose could be someone that that you garner this, like, very vulnerable deep connection with or it could just be like someone that you know you do this certain activity with or this certain thing with or connect on this certain thing and like people are going to serve different purposes in your life in different seasons and some people are meant to stay for a long time and some people are just there for a certain season in your life and I think that like accepting that is okay because for a long time like I really had a very very hard time accepting that not everybody that I care about is my best friend because like also also, like you can deeply deeply care about people but not have the space to make that person like a priority or or it's just not the right season for that person to be like at the forefront of your life or your time and like it doesn't mm-hmm. mean you don't care about them deeply or love them because like I certainly have people that are in my life that I care about so so deeply and love but just just the, our seasons aren't matching up and like I used to have a really hard mm-hmm. time accepting that 
that because in my mind it was like but if she's your friend then like you guys have to talk all the time and like you have to hang out and like you know I had such a hard time accepting that but I'm starting to get better at accepting that like people come into your life for certain seasons and just because they're you guys don't talk anymore or you don't see each other anymore like doesn't mean that you can't still care about them and doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that you can't reconnect or doesn't mean that like you know that they don't care about you it's just that sometimes people come come in and out and like that's that's okay well definitely and and no as sorry for anybody that um is hearing the pouring rain on the microphone it is truly pouring outside (laughs) gotcha gotcha i'm like snap crackle pop over there but yeah i really agreed you and i think a really great example of that is going to college um at least that was a really big like transition for me in terms of my friendships because Mm -hmm. i was super lucky that one of my best friends to this day i ended up going to college with with chelsea so that was a really great piece of home to have with me but i remember so even myself and Ashley that everyone knows myself and Julia who have such a deep and beautiful friendship we didn't connect much throughout college but it's we just had our own worlds and our own seasons and and did we check in totally but we did not by any means talk Mm -hmm. every day and I think that there are and I always knew that like in terms of friendships that like I had an idea of or hoped at least where we'd end up because those friendships were so important to me but yeah I don't know I, I think it's really hard when especially when you love so hard and I personally part of I'm a three uh wing two and so is Julia so I feel often like insecure in certain relationships I'm like Mm -hmm. oh gosh like I I have a constant fear that I'm working through um of people being mad at me or people's idea of my of me changing of people like secretly thinking I'm a bad person or or mean or like ill-intended and all this stuff so I don't like I don't like feeling forgotten who does so I don't want to make anyone feel forgotten or unimportant um to my life and I think especially Julie and I were super busy in college so it was hard to find time really for anything but I just think she brings up such a good point that people do come in your life oh, Ariel says something really beautiful for a reason for a season or forever something like that I don't know um and and it's so true and I I think we just have to be more gentle with what that means and what we want out of it um but that also goes to say that putting effort into a friendship does help make things more sustainable because who wants to connect with someone that doesn't show their care to some degree absolutely Um, and you and and what you said before about like being vulnerable and being honest and like how that breeds like really deep connection that is sustainable and longer lasting than someone that you're just you mm -hmm. know talking about the surface things with but not mm, what am I trying to say but there's certain people that at certain times that that's going to be more right for Mm -hmm. yeah and I think you especially now being in our almost mid-20s I'm almost don't get me wrong I am told I want to connect with new people all the time but I crave the deeper connections like I mm-hmm. I get so much more out of it I'm sure most people do yeah me too um and I love meeting new people I, I genuinely do I love thinking like oh this is a new connection I probably should be even more open to that and it's funny, like, we've had Ariel, we've had Jesse. Um, it's funny how now we have, like, a whole other medium to connect and make friends. Um, we're always taught, like, don't talk to strangers, don't do this, don't do that. And, again, they weren't <laughs> strangers. Like, we met through a mutual course. But it's funny how now the idea of, like, how you can build upon friendships can be mm-hmm. different and how technology can help you go about that. 
Totally. Um, so it's so interesting. And I'm sure that people in this world, like we are very fortunate, Jude, that we have the friendships that we have. But I'm sure uh, that absolutely. there are a lot of people that really feel insecure about their friendships and maybe mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. maybe are even struggling during quarantine, like feeling like, okay, I don't, who do I even connect with, you know? Totally. Um, yeah. Besides a certain level of people. So I only remember, I've been very fortunate throughout my life, but I remember in the sixth grade, I for some reason like really wanted to identify who was my number one best friend like I just wanted to know (laughs) and I distinctly remember like writing lists of who my friends are and try and sitting down with my mom being like mom is she my best friend is Uh she my best friend and I just feel like it's it's so interesting to think about it now because I'm certain that friendships or lack thereof or lack of deep friendships is a really big insecurity and like pain for someone. But it's funny how that kind of starts from when from a young age when we're like kind of trying to fit in and figure out who we are and, yeah, and where, yeah. we, where we belong and how that pressure of kind of having a connection is, is still is there. It starts from when we're really young. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, that's our, it's a basic human need is to like have other human connection and to to, mm-hmm. and to feel wanted and to feel loved but I think it's like the same thing like that we talk about with relationships is like that you can't expect like one person to fill every part of you so like I think you could have like a best friend for one area of your life and then a different mm-hmm. best friend I'm using air quotes on the best for another area of your life because just like a you know like a romantic partner is not gonna be the best for you in every single area of your mm-hmm. life the same with a friend like how can we expect one friend to be perfect for every part of us you know yeah definitely but I but I think with like sustaining those friendships like even though we can't expect that of people is is back to what Brenda said like being raw being vulnerable being honest making the time and then like also like identifying love languages and how you communicate best and I think if we put like a little you know putting that effort into the people that you feel like at that time deserve that effort is Mm -hmm. like a really beautiful thing yeah and I think over time we start to kind of learn what people need in certain moments like I know that maybe what Ashley needs is totally different from like what Haley needs when she's upset and I'm still trying to learn that and I think an important thing Mm -hmm. is sometimes sometimes we might not know right away and like we can't put that pressure on ourselves to know exactly what someone else with a totally Totally. different brain needs so asking the question hey what do you need from me when blank Mm -hmm. like from both both ways like what do you need from me when you're feeling sad what do you need from me when you're feeling insecure whatever it may be whatever their thing that they might be feeling is because we we don't always know and people don't always respond in the same way that we do I have examples of people in my life that I know need something different than than I do when I'm feeling insecure or sad. Sometimes people just need time to work through it on their own and other people are like, please give me every ounce of your your feedback and what you believe. So I think just I being kind love of- love that, yeah. Yeah, because I think just being prepared and equipped before it happens or even when it happens, like it's okay to not know when someone's going through something, but being able to know what they need in a, maybe even a good moment, a positive or difficult moment, it helps. I, I love that and I just, I think that that question goes for any relationship in your life. Like, I just, I love that. Like, really asking, okay, if, like, you're dealing with something or if even if it's a happy thing, like, what do you need from me right now? How can, you know, how can I best support you right now? And, like, people really appreciate 
appreciate when you ask that question. I know it's sometimes like it, that could feel like scary to be like, oh, well, do they think that I don't know how to be a good friend? But no, that is being a good friend. Yeah, I think it is too, because I think it takes away the assumption of, of believing that everyone responds to things in the same way, because sometimes it's the total opposite. <laughs> like I, when someone's going through a hard time, I want to be there, be there, be there, give them a list of affirmations, a list of not worrying. And for some people that could probably be very overwhelming if they're trying to process things on their own, or if they're trying to maybe even distract themselves from what's going on, like that could feel really overwhelming so yeah I agree just like being very in tune and and considerate and just asking and being willing to kind of change your normal approach and and sometimes it can be hard for us like depending on our personality types like having to just let someone you love be and process can be really hard when you just want to fix and be be there so kind of working through working through that and and letting someone know hey no matter what you need I'm here for you just let me know how I can best be there for you in a way that feels comfortable and hopefully uplifting for you. 100%. I couldn't agree more. I think that that is totally important and true. I 100% agree. And I think that um, the other thing that I think is really important is telling people that you appreciate them and giving Mm -hmm. that gratitude. And like sometimes we can forget, like sometimes we are so busy with whatever our own thing is or you know, sometimes we think that people know, and just to occasionally, like, it could even be random, like, out of the blue, or when you're talking, just to say, hey, like, I really appreciate you, I really love you, I really, you know, I'm really grateful for our friendship, I think is so important, because, like, we can think people know that, because, like, I know all the time I forget, like, I, I just believe that people know that I appreciate them, or that I'm grateful for them, and I think I do an okay job of showing it, but, like, it's really beautiful and touching to just say, hey, I really appreciate you. Like, I'm really grateful for our friendship. And I think that those little words that take one second to say go a really long way. I agree. I think anytime someone has gone out of their way just to, like, to validate or thank and and in any way, it just makes you want to, not that you wouldn't otherwise, but it makes you want to continue to show up for that person and continue Mm -hmm. to bring them that type of like positive feeling and joy. So I love that. Yeah. And I think that that's something that you and me are really good at, bud, because now we're not just friends, we're also business partners now. And like, I think that it's extra important in that relationship as well to just say like, hey, I see what you're doing here. I appreciate you. Like, thank you for doing that. And like, it it, it really goes a long way, I think. And it's really important. to sustaining that you know just just sustaining that connection yeah and I think in any in the same way that it kind of goes extra for us right now being in this business realm like honesty and and communication even when things not that we disagree often because we really don't but I think we go about any even slight disagreement really really well Mm -hmm. um in a way that feels like and this can happen in any friendship not even business related like having something that maybe in a friendship like someone did that you're like "Mm, I didn't love that that didn't make me feel good I don't agree with that Mm. and like how do you go about those types of communication without offending someone or making them feel less worthy or inferior or like you're judging them um and I think that yeah we do go about that both in a friendship I don't know that we've ever disagreed on in a friendship stance, but um, in, in terms of all this, like, of course, we're two different people with very, very similar personalities and very similar visions and passions, but we have two different brains, which really serves us in a positive way all the time, even in this way, because it allows us to see, hey, like you had this vision, love it, it's beautiful, I see the worthiness in it, but you know what? I was thinking about it this way and like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, I just think we have a very open way of sharing our the differences that we 
see. And I think that that could just work in any relationship because it's also not fair to, and I've done this many times out of my like, my, like people pleasing thing to not share your opinion in fear of offending someone or in yeah. fear of like feeling judged or you know overstepping so mm-hmm. I think it's important to share your opinion no matter what yeah yeah and that can be hard I feel like I don't know I feel like in a way we're not taught to like be you know to like share that stuff with our friends like your friends are just I feel like in a way we're taught like your friends are supposed to be just like for fun or for advice or like yeah blah 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 but it is a relationship and like there there are going to be times where we are not perfect for each other or we say in the wrong thing not by not on purpose usually by accident hopefully the people that you are calling your friends in your life are not trying to purposefully hurt you Mm -hmm. you know but and we so it's a learning process just like any just like any romantic relationship you have to learn sometimes like what your person needs or like or if a certain thing doesn't fall right with them and I Mm -hmm. think that for some reason we're not taught that like in our friendships Mm-hmm. But it's important to remember, especially as we get older and things, you know, tend to get more complicated. Yeah, and especially with new friendships or sometimes even the friendships you've had for your entire life. Like people change based on their experiences, even if mm-hmm. they remain the same with who they are at their core. Like their experiences shape the way that they lead themselves, carry themselves, talk to others. Um, I know a lot of my friendships, honestly, have just morphed throughout it. And it's important to recognize that people might not receive things in the way that you expect. I know me and Tina, she's going to be like, this is what you're going to talk about on the podcast. Um, But (laughs) there was this like, she's an incredible incredible human being friend everything but I just remember we had this I don't even remember what it was about so clearly it didn't it didn't hurt me but I just remember we had this moment where she said responded to me in a way about whatever I said and I got very like sensitive and hurt and like offended and she just responded to me so beautifully when she was like hey like I'm, I'm sorry you took it that way and like let me know how I can best like approach any situation like this in the future because I never like my intention is never to hurt you and never to offend you and maybe this was like a different type of topic blah 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 but yeah I just I thought she responded so well when something that she did not even intend to like to expect me to feel sensitive with which clearly wasn't that crazy because I can't remember it but um I just thought she handled it so well in I think we're very quick to defend ourselves when I I've I've been that way where I'm like oh my god no like I didn't say that what are you talking about um but she just really was like okay I'm gonna take ownership of this but I just so you know I didn't mean for it to come off that way and how can I best approach something like this in the future and I was just like damn like she really didn't mean to hurt me (laughs) And, and it wasn't it was wasn't even hurt like it was something so stupid but um I personally we're not perfect yeah I mean sometimes we're gonna say the wrong thing but it's like what you said like taking ownership and then being you know how can I be better for the future and yeah and I I was just so I was so fascinated with like the way she responded because yeah I think we're so quick to like defend where we're coming from or Mm -hmm. in a I don't want to say in an aggressive way but more be like, but that's not how I meant it, you know? But she was just so freaking chill and, like, and like apologetic when, honestly, at, in the situation she didn't have to be. But just so, like, how can I best, like, meet you here next time? And I was like, holy shit, like, this girl's freaking awesome. And she always has been. <laughs> and that's a <laughs> good so friend. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. I also think that there's, like, something to say about, like, setting up boundaries for, with yourself about how you approach, like, friendships. Like, I know... <sighs> maybe that's not clear but like I know for me that like I'm an empath so like 
I feel other people's emotions as my own. So like sometimes it's really overwhelming for me to like respond to a friend or like help a friend if they're dealing with something because I'm very bad and I, you know, actively work on it. And I think I'm pretty good at it for someone who is like me. Like sometimes can be bad at distinguishing what are my feelings and what are someone else's feelings. Or like, let's say someone's feeling really anxious, like then I feel anxious. And like, even though I know it's not my own anxiety, it's it's still heavy. So like something that I've had to learn because I know that the way I am when, when it comes to receiving emotions is like knowing that like I can't always pick up the phone right away and like needing to put in place whatever practices I need to do for myself to be there for my friend so that I don't get like like angry at my friend or like what's the word when you're like like not like annoyed like um, like resentful resentful yeah so like I think like being aware of like what you need and putting Mm -hmm. those putting those things in place like either with yourself or with someone to to so that you can be the best friend possible yeah no that makes a lot of sense oh is that what I am an empath that's so interesting um um, yeah no I, I get that I feel like with any relationship I I guess I've gotten better with some of them, but I understand like wanting to help and wanting to fix right away. And like also sometimes wanting to put everything you're doing in your life aside to be there for someone that you love. And and it can definitely be tricky sometimes. So I like that you you put that stuff into place. I should probably learn to do the same. (laughs) But I I agree. I think when you really are invested, someone's well-being and happiness, it it can feel, I don't know if stressful is the right word, but stressful because again, you are different people and might not see eye to eye. So something that might bring you peace and groundedness might so not be doing that for someone who's just having a freak out um, or experiencing, you know, feelings of anxiety. So yeah, that can definitely be complicated. Yeah. And like sometimes, yeah, of course, like sometimes I'll put people over myself and like respond right away. Like even though I know maybe it's not the best for me, but like in the long run of things, like, you know, and and it's not all the time I feel that like sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm in a great place so I can separate, but like, just putting those feelings in place so that you can be the best friend that you can possibly be, you know? Yeah. And I think it's really, it's a really beautiful thing to even like consider like, how can I be the best friend I can possibly be? Because it, lo- I think it looks different for everyone, kind of, like kind of how we mentioned mm-hmm. before. And I don't know, I, I'm honestly like losing my words because I'm, tr- I'm thinking about all of the, we're very lucky. Obviously, we have so many special people in our lives, but it really is true. Like the, the way that I would handle a situation with these people I have in my head are totally different. Totally. Yeah. A hundred percent. I just yeah. lost a thought. I am. I am because I'm like, damn, I really would never say this to this person. But yeah. also, oh, I think what you mentioned about boundaries is really important because probably a complicated thing to say, but I think sometimes it's important to set boundaries in what you feel comfortable with someone sharing their opinion on. So what I mean is like sometimes Mm -hmm. in your deep, deep friendships, maybe you'll share like maybe some family stuff or like some, I don't know, even with your insecurities, I think it's important to set up boundaries if someone is commenting on anything that makes you feel uncomfortable or doing anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. If you set up that boundary and say, hey, honestly, like I would really appreciate, I love you. I appreciate your investment in my life and my situation, but I just, I don't love when we talk about this topic. Like, do you think this could be something like separate? Love that. Because I, I've definitely experienced that because I'm such an open book that sometimes I feel like I welcome like all of the commentary. Mm -hmm. And because I value people's opinions so much, sometimes their commentary, super well intended and super just like talking it out, it, it gets stuck in my head and I'm like, shit. 
Like, should I be thinking about it this way? And sometimes it's helpful and sometimes it's totally like destructive. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think just being careful with the type of feedback that we welcome on certain topics and being clear with ourselves on what's comfortable to us and, and what isn't. Yeah, and I think, and it's, again, it's putting those things in place so that you can, one, be the best friend that you can possibly be and two, so that you can sustain a long, beautiful friendship that doesn't have tinges of resentment or mm-hmm. annoyance and it's like because if we're just clear with each other and again it's going back to being honest if we're clear with people that what we need and we're clear with ourselves it like it really sets up a beautiful path for a, for longevity for for fluidity for comfortableness like and I just think it I just think that it really putting those things into place leads to what we're what we're trying to achieve in some of our relationships which is sustainability exactly ah yay and again and I just want to clarify like not going to say that like people shouldn't come to me for things I love when people come to me for things (laughs) I'm just saying that like sometimes I might take 10 minutes to respond and that's okay and Julia literally mm, she's really great at responding so and I I mean I love I literally love like I love talking to people about everything and like I love when people come to me I feel really honored that people think that my opinion is valuable yeah I'm not saying don't come to me please come to me no I I don't I don't think I don't think it comes off that way it's so funny because Julia has such a she's like it's easier to be logical when it's not about you I'm like okay but Julia like your level of advice giving is just like out of this world like (laughs) I always thought I was like the go-to advice person but there are are. times and I and I am but I've discovered now this is I'm possibly part of your problem is me because I when someone asks me something and I'm like this is too much go to Julia (laughs) no no I'm like I don't know how to answer this (laughs) no but in in all seriousness um we we both love when people come to us and and get so much out of it but Julia has a really a really beautiful way of of piecing the pieces together of, of, of this this crazy life puzzle Thanks, Aww. Aww. <laughs> so I think at this point we should move into our game portion. Let's move into it. Oh, okay. Ooh, I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. I just look at I'm ready for the game. Oh, I'm oh. ready for the game. She's doing it. But She's doing it. I don't know why I feel ready because I have no idea what you're about to ask me. <laughs> no, I don't know either. We're going to make it up on the spot. Yay. So the game is Do You Know Your Friend? Since we're ta- since me and Brenda have been friends since um, the fifth and sixth grade, uh-huh. and we claim to know each other so well, <laughs> which obviously <laughs> we do. But I think that there's sometimes, like, you can know your friend on, like, such a deep, deep, deep level. Like, I know how your brain works. I would say 99%. Like, I know so much about you. But, like, there's probably certain things, like, what's your favorite color? Like, I don't know your freaking favorite color. Like, so I think it's hilarious. Like, is it yellow? nope nope (laughs) see here we go it's like I think it's hilarious that we can like know someone on such a deep level but like really not know any mundane things about them so we're gonna talk about the mundane right maybe my favorite color has shifted over time do do I remind you of the color yellow is that why you said that maybe it's your sunny aura oh okay I'll take it it could be my did you at one time like yellow um no I mean I like the color yellow now I think I like I like the brightness it represents. And then Jessie's morning routine the other day when she talked about anxiety and focusing on like a, a color that like brings you peace. Yes, I did yes, think of yellow. Yes, yes. Maybe you just like somehow knew that. Yeah, yes, I sun. told you. I know your mind. That's also the reason why I got highlights at age sixteen was because I said I thought it would match my personality better. <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh. That's why you got highlights. Well, I always like secretly wanted to be blonde, but then I was then when I shifted. 
oh my god super quick funny anecdote in high school our our julia's senior year i so deeply i was like oh my god i was bell when i was four years old so i would probably be a great bell when i'm not four in high school and i wanted this part so stupidly and i l- listen it was so dumb i dyed my hair brown from literally so so bright yellow <laughs> i dyed my hair brown and it didn't work out and that's fine Julia was amazing. You don't even know. I was very impressed. <laughs> but the reason I share that is because, yes, that's when I realized after I dyed my hair brown post this story that I was like, no, the, the yellow just like fits my personality. <laughs> the yellow. I know. Yellow. I never really know. I, I never know what hair color to identify you as. Yeah. It, it's always changing, honestly, it's by always accident. Changing. It just like Do you identify fast. as a brunette or a blonde? Honestly, I don't know. Like, I always struggle to write things, like, on, you know, the license or right. when I auditioned for Susiko the Musical. I, like, didn't know what to write down. <laughs> I I do write brown, though. But sometimes my hair is lighter than others. But sometimes so. it's very blonde. Yeah. Well, she has beautiful hair. <laughs> Whatever color so it may validation. be. So I think that we should go take turns asking each okay. other a mundane question and see okay. if the other knows the answer. Okay. I'm ready. Okay, do you want to start? Um, about myself, like what? So you is would mine? ask me, like, what's my favorite color, Julia? And I let's see if okay, I know. Okay. At what age did I come to the United States? Three. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's correct. That's right. Yeah, that is. I, right. I knew that because we talked about it with your mom in your mom's episode. Like, Aww, <laughs> man. Okay. Um, what town did I live in before I moved to Merrick? Oceanside. No. <laughs> <laughs> What town? Cedarhurst. Well, oh, I, I did live in Brooklyn that. before that. Yeah, I know that because of your Roaring Twenties bio. All right. Um, this is hilarious. It's hilarious. I can't even think of them. <laughs> I'm struggling so hard. Anything. What's your I favorite need- food? What's your favorite? What's your dream vacation? I don't know. Okay. What is my favorite food? I don't even fucking know that. All right. Go ahead. Of all time, your favorite. Food I don't in even the whole know it. Yeah, I guess. You need to know. I can't know okay. if you don't know. <laughs> okay, that's true. That's true. What's my grandma's real name? <gasps> Not grandma. Abuela? <laughs> nope. Her name is What's Not Abuela? What's her name? Oh my nope. goodness, Surprise. I don't know. Mary? Nope. It's Laura. <laughs> Laura Olga. Your, your grandma's name is Laura? Yeah. She does Isn't not look like a Laura to me. No, I, I think she looks more like Olga. That's what people call her. It's her middle name, though. Olga? You could see that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She does yeah. look like an Olga. She does not look like a Laura. Interesting. Yeah, that's her first name. That's why I guess maybe she goes for the second one. Yep, not about me, but about someone real close. What is my favorite city that I've ever traveled to? Italy. Well, what's the name of the city? Uh, it's in Italy. It is I in Italy. The city. You said it on the episode with Maureen. I don't know. Florence. Oh, I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm sorry. But she does listen. Look, look, she listens. She knows when I said something on the podcast with Noreen. Mm-hmm. Pre-recorded. Hello. Oh, I have a great question. Okay, you can go because guess what? I don't have one. What is the first role I ever played at the stage theater? Zorba. No! Is it? It's not Zorba? Um, no! Oh, is it a Wickersham? No! All right, hold on. Friend is a bad friend. Oh, oh, I know. I do know. I do know. Poppins. Poppins, comma. You're no, she's not wrong. a Poppins. You're a little girl. Jane. Jane. No. What? 
God, it was okay. Hava in Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, I was never going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the heck? What was my audition song for the very first time I auditioned anywhere? The very first time? My first anywhere? audition ever. Anywhere. Um, A Whole New World from The Little Mermaid? Nope, it was Hey Now by Hilary Duff. No way. <laughs> yeah, what? That's a great audition song. How do you remember that? Yeah. I remember that because I remember feeling very lost when Nicole Weitzman sang Tomorrow from Annie, and I was like, hey now, hey now. <laughs> you you do remind me a little bit of Lizzie McGuire. Oh, the fancy. Yeah, it just it was one of my moments where I realized, will I ever be prepared in the theater world? No. Wow, you beat <laughs> your own drum. I love it. Oh, that's one way of looking at it. Your turn. Um, what is... Okay, you should know this one. Let's see if you remember. What is my Ralph's order? Oh, half peanut butter cookie dough and half brownie batter. Medium. Fudge brownie. Ah, whatever. Who's my favorite member of your family? My dad. You know, I love everyone in your family, but this is a special question. Think back to our childhood. Back to our childhood? Yes. Jack the Hack? Yes. <laughs> I wish people knew. I have this very distant cousin named <laughs> Jack the Hack. He calls himself that because he was like a, the very first cab driver like ever in New York or something. I don't know. But he's, he, I think he has passed away. I don't really? know. Really? You don't so know? Old. Julia, I think he's still living. I saw a picture no, I think oh, you maybe did. Was a <laughs> oh my god, me rest in peace. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Okay. Jack the Hack, rest in peace. But he was a wonderful. Oh, oh now I'm picturing a wonderful he man this one time. I was so supportive. I barely so supported this one time he brought me, me, a balloon that said Jack the Hack on it after a show. He did, he did. He used to come to all of oh. our childhood performances. This took a turn. He would bring us balloons. Very nice, very nice man. Wonderful man. So nice. And the next question. <laughs> and moving on. Moving, well, actually, I think with that, uh, we should probably wrap up the episode. <laughs> on that note, since it took a turn. <laughs> on that note, since it took a dark, dark turn, I'm so sorry to my family. I will look into that when we hang up here. Um, um, uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Be sure to look out on Friday for Sammy's episode when we're going to learn about real sustainability, environmental sustainability. Yeah. For anyone that hasn't gotten any Roaring Twenties merch yet, please go check out our merch store. There's like really cute stuff on there. It's all really cute. A lot of millennial pink, some nice green stuff. Um, Mine is on its way. I got the shipping notification. I'm so excited. So go and check out our merch store. The link is in my personal bio. It's in our Roaring Twenties podcast Instagram bio. So go and check it out. We would love some support. We would love to see everyone supporting some Roaring Twenties merch. And... I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Look look forward to all the incredible guests we have coming up. We are so excited. And let Guys, us know if we there's have, anyone you're interested in. Yeah, we have such yes. amazing guests coming up. Like, I cannot even tell you guys. We are so excited. So keep looking. Keep sharing the podcast. Keep leaving us reviews. Keep leaving us five stars. And please share it with your friends. Share it on your Instagram stories. We get so excited when you guys share it and let us know how you like the episode. And we love you guys and that's that on that that's that on that have a great week bye, bye. 
Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Friday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.